You were just all the way over there. All right, talk to it. Well, no, I can't even put it. my legs in front now. I have to sit this way. Do you want to turn the stool around, or are no, you just no, going to... No, no, it's fine. Because we're to... solution-oriented here at this I'm, podcast, okay? I'm just okay? trying to have it sound better. I don't care <laughs> where I'm sitting. Okay, you want to roll with it? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Do the intro when you're ready. Is this my water or yours? No, this is mine. Okay. I didn't bring a bottle with me. Yeah, uh, it, is. it is. You're correct. Okay. So it must be, this must be mine. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, okay, welcome to the Motorcycle Scoop. It's a podcast about motorcycles and ice cream, and I am Lynn, and the guy sitting next to me is Motorcycle Chris. <laughs> Who is the stranger? <laughs> um, what's going on, man? Nothing. How art thou? Uh, meh. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. My usual, like, mildly to moderate depressing life. Perfect. That's okay. that's just the sweet spot that I like. I like you at. Um, actually, I'm gonna turn the light on because it's, it's a little gloom out there. Yeah, it's all very overcast. Too. Might be a bit of an overcast. Cloudy. Okay. Motorcycle scoop. Oh, how are you? Back. At, oh, I'm I good. feel like I should ask. I'm good, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to go on and continue the podcast. Oh, okay. Thanks for asking. Uh, I'm good. About to do a twenty thousand mile service on the Bonneville. So, looking forward to that, but I've gotten a bit of uh, dual sporting in, so that's good. I just hit 22,000 miles on my bike this weekend. Perfect. Yeah. So, I've been taking the dual sport out a little bit, too. Good. It deserves love, too, since you just put a ton of money in it. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) A little beach riding has has been good. All right. I'm 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 coming right at you with the COVID news, okay? Okay. With the motorcycle COVID news. Every day is COVID news. Well, you're gonna like this one. Okay. Rideapart.com motorcycle sales bounce back post pandemic slump. Well, that's good. Wait, bounce back should be bounce back from. We're wait, still in the slump. I bounce assume. back. Well, no. But, that's a weird it. fucking Let read that. Read, read that. Yeah, read that. Okay. <clears throat> Motorcycles sales bounce back post pandemic. Slump. Now, motorcycles like, shouldn't be it pluralized. Should be plural, it shouldn't even be plural. It's like, motorcycle sales. At the end, but motorcycles sales. The guy in the photo is riding a rebel. It's <laughs> that's a, hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Wait, that's not a rebel, isn't it? No, I think that's uh, maybe it could be a bolt. No, it says look at the LED. The tank. Look at the L- oh oh. Other than the Honda Valkyrie wings on the tank, where it says Honda. Well, your eyes are better than mine. That's not true. So we're both wearing glasses, <laughs> and yours are more up to date than mine. Okay, so the the not off to a good start with the headline with the headline because it makes no fucking sense. Motorcycle sales bounce back. This it doesn't make any fucking sense. I get what they're saying. Motorcycle sales but- bounce back from from pandemic slump. The best the part is we're still in the pandemic, so the slump still exists. Yeah, anybody who's talking about the pandemic being over, let me stop you right there. But, um, okay, so, <clears throat> but we'll move on because, okay. okay, stupid headline, bad headline. And I'm no grammar police, that's for sure, but it was hard to read it even as, like, yeah. a well, plebe like me. Well, I mean, good, good grammar just, like... Just rubs your eyes the right way when you're reading it. Do you know what I mean? And then Everything something rubs like this, my eyes the wrong way. I've really got allergies. Something like this is getting this is like getting punched in the face. Do you know? This is uh, this well, is, I can do that for you, and you can test it out and see how you feel. 
How many times in this podcast have you almost done that? Um, a lot. Rising from the ashes. Oh, so we're now a phoenix. We are. Uh, this we're a pandemic poorly phoenix. written headline story is now a phoenix. Yeah, it's getting worse. <laughs> to say that 2020. Okay, quoting from the article. To say that 2020 has been an eventful year so far is an understatement. 2020 written by Stephen King is probably the best description of this year's events. I don't understand how this girl is writing for Ride Apart, and I'm not. That's what I want to know. I hate that it's a girl, because I'm already like, come on. Yeah, her name's Sabrina Giacomini. Like... But we're going to let that go. Um, yeah, uh, uh, most of the global population went into lockdown. For several manufacturers, between suspended production and customers shying away from the dealers, the months of April and May 2020 have been challenging, to say the least. Thankfully, with life... Oh my god, that scared the shit out of me. God damn it. I cannot get this painting to stay on the wall. Chris had a painting up on the wall, and it fell down, and it unplugged the light, so it scared me, like, in two different ways. (laughs) It scared you and... And shrouded you in darkness. But it wasn't that loud, which was weird. (laughs) Yeah. Well, no, it's pretty light. It's like a really light canvas painting, but like it's starting to like damage the couch below it and the painting. (laughs) I got to figure out another way to hang that thing, but it's like the least. I'm not not interested in doing it right now. Okay. (laughs) I guess I'll just do the podcast. (laughs) But sorry about that, Lynn. Sorry to scare you. Okay. Okay. So thankfully... (laughs) Thankfully, with life gradually resuming, so are sales, and the numbers are bouncing back. Now, she wrote this on the 6th. Now, it's... Of July? Of July. So, it's important to know that, like... yesterday. Life is not... This was yesterday. So, it's it's important to know that night is... Life is not resuming for everyone. Some people are shutting down again. Yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Quoting from the article, an increasing number of people and publications suggest that the pandemic will encourage more people to turn to motorcycles and scooters for transportation. Uh, What you and I were talking about before, uh, because it's the perfect type of commuting for social uh, distancing. In the U.S., buyers didn't waste any time running for the hills, literally. That's not literal. (laughs) Oh, Sabrina. Jesus Christ. As soon as COVID-19 poked its ugly head, Honda, BMW, Suzuki, and uh, I fucking hate when people use, I'm sorry to get stuck on it, but like, use the word literally correctly or don't use it at all. Fucking seriously. Like, Uh, I was going to try to play Run to the Hills, but I would made it, but I couldn't pull it up fast enough. I am so happy. I couldn't pull it up fast enough, but okay, whatever. But we need to. Better than this article. I. I, Better than this podcast. <laughs> Please do not poo-poo that because yeah, no. it's better than this fucking article. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, <laughs> all right. She used the word literally wrong. They weren't literally running for the hill. No one was literally running for the... Okay. I totally paused. Oh, God. <laughs> Honda, BMW, Suzuki, and Yamaha's North American branches reported that sales are thriving since the beginning of the year, particularly in the off-road segment. For instance, American Honda Motor Company confirmed that motorcycle sales for May 2020 have more than doubled from over May 2019. So both in, in the ro- on-road and off-road segments. Wait, so she's saying that like... So on-road to- was up 103% oh. from last May and off-road was up 172%. Yeah, because people are like, we're going full anarchy and we're going to ride dirt bikes. Yeah, dirt right? bikes. Yeah, <laughs> if, you've ever, if you've ever seen Mad Max, you know, you can't have a pair of, you can't have a pair of slicks 
on there. Uh, BMW North America, while official sales numbers were not disclosed, the spokesperson did say that May 2020 sales were far exceeding last year's. Um, European market is showing a similar positive trend. Italian sales numbers for June 2020 show a 37% increase over June 2019. Let's see. More bikes and scooters sold in Italy post-pandemic than last year, back when nobody had even heard of a coronavirus. A total of 39,085 motorcycles, scooters, and mopeds have been registered in Italy in June. Um, so you have to cut through a lot of Sabrina's fucking stupid bullshit. And, I almost kind like, of spaced out because yeah, I was like, this, I was, like getting bored. I know why. <laughs> I was becoming slightly glazed. Well, no, no, no. I mean, I, I was, I'm, I'm happy to see these numbers because you know me. I know you stat, but this article, st- I think I'm just like so salty from the beginning that I couldn't uh, gain interest. I'm at- <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's obviously really good news. Oh, I mean, if the motorcycle if the motorcycle industry is on like an upward swing, regardless of yeah. Corona happening, that's a positive thing. Bad article. <laughs> bad, yeah, not a great, not a, a, yeah. a very poorly written article. Yeah. Um, but the numbers are definitely there. Like, especially like especially like the dirt bikes, like one hundred and seventy two percent. Yeah, increase in great. sales from the from uh, the previous year. I mean, I, um, I have a lot of friends that are exploring, you know, like riding dirt that have never done it before. Yeah. So I mean, whether it's like strictly dirt bikes, dual sports, like I have a lot of friends like wanting to learn to do that this year. And yeah. you know, people have bought. In, I have more friends that have bought in dual sports now than ever. Yeah, and I get the appeal. Like I've been trying to look for a dual sport for like a year now. That. It's tough to uh, the bill. Yeah, it's, but, t- uh, <laughs> it's tough. To, <laughs> but, they're a little high. Well, <laughs> seats be- are a little uh, before, seats are a little up there. You know, if you got a running sh- start before this year, I was looking and you could get dual sports as I would dirt cheap. And, but, but now I look, you can't even get like a shitty piece of crap one from like it is a nineties and before. Yeah. It's a seller's. It's a seller's under, market right under now. Under three grand, you can't yeah. even get one. So I'm like, okay, yeah. they're clearly doing well enough right now that they're hard to like. You can't get a cheap one. The you can't get a cheap used one. It's a seller's. It's a seller's market because of inventory. Because people tend to keep them. Like yeah. I own a dual sport that I initially bought for my father, and I'm we're never getting rid of it. No, like I my know. my brother, you know, between me, my brother, you know, my my uncle had it for a little bit, and then I traded it back for the other yeah. bike. Um, and there's just not a lot of inventory because it's, they're so fun. They're so easy. I'm using it to teach some of my friends how to ride. Yeah. Um, and so there's just not a lot of inventory out there. Um, so it's definitely a seller's market. Like I, I guarantee you, I could get more than what I paid for it. I bought it in 2000 and either 13 or 14. I guarantee I can get more now for it. Than I did because you're also not putting, especially like mine's a 200. Like a lot of the dual sports are smaller displacements, so you're not taking them on like crazy road trips to you know taking like cross country. So you're not putting a ton of miles on them either. So the miles are staying low, um, and they're definitely it's definitely a a selling market. I just mean in general for the time that I've been like kind of in the market for one. Yeah, I've noticed that it's significantly harder to find, and they're going for more money. What was the one that you showed me? It was a DR 350. Yeah. With a... Yeah. I'm sorry, what was the seat height again? It's like, I think like 33 inches maybe. 33 or 35? Yeah. yeah. Like 33 or 34 yeah. seat 
and seat height, which is, norm- yeah. which is normal for dual sports. Yeah. Like, I think the one that you have, the seat height is like 32. Yeah. So, yeah. And I can't reach the ground on it, but they're so light that I can literally just go to one yeah, foot just kinda hang and, off like, it for a accept it. Yeah. I, I, I've ridden, uh, I've ridden that on trail. I haven't ridden that at like a, like a, like, like dirt, dirt, like a motocross, like park or anything yeah. like that. And I haven't done any riding like that. Um, but I have like jump logs with it and that's yeah. why it needs to be high. So you can get that kind of clearance. Oh, I know jump, why. Jumping over logs and rocks like and stuff. riding dirt bikes and yeah, stuff. Like yeah. I, but it's just like, I could get a really cheap dirt bike, yeah. but I don't want to limit myself to being like, can't legally get this on the road. Yeah. And it's like, I don't have like my dad has a trailer, but I don't have one. Like yeah. I, I'm already limiting myself if I get just a dirt bike. Right. I could get an 80cc dirt, two-stroke dirt bike. It would be right. perfect for me. And we live in a more metropolis part. Because that's yes. like, you know, like Maine, you can take like quads and stuff well, on the even, road yeah, to get like, from one trail to another. You well, really can't do any of that When here. I was younger, we, me and my dad, we would go out even t- just a town over from us. Tons of dirt riding. Yeah. But now all that stuff has been built over. Yeah. There's no, like, there are still places you can go. Like, yeah. it's not like there's nothing, but thankfully for me, like, I'm already, like, in a suburban area, so I'm not that far from it. Yeah. But it's definitely not the same amount of places that you could go. Yeah. Like, here, here in Winthrop, I'm, you know, at least. 45, 50 minutes to yeah. get any place that, and to get somewhere where I could ride it, not even legally, yeah. you know I mean, just to get to some place where I know there's like some power lines or something yeah. like that. I mean, I've ridden it on the beach down here, which has been pretty cool. And I keep yeah. it down here so I can, like I said, teach some of my friends how to ride. Yeah. Um, but they're just so great. There's, it's, everyone should, everyone should own a dual sport and everyone who like my friends who like ride, um, you know, like even like Dom, for example, like yeah. he took it out for a spin and he came back and he's just like, dude. These are just so great. And yeah. they're just so nice and easy. And everybody should... And that, sure. like I said, that's why that's why they, you're not going to see a lot of them on, on Facebook Marketplace or on yeah. Craigslist. And when you do, people are asking for all the money. Yeah. Like, well, so I saw... Like, you have a DR200 and I found one. I think I sent you the link. I messaged the guy. It was gone within a day. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I have it. And it was in Wareham. So it wasn't that far from me, but it was gone within the day. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, yeah, as soon as they come up, it wasn't there, that expensive. It gone. was gone immediately. Yeah. So, and this was like at the be, it was maybe at the beginning of the year. It was still like winter time. Yeah. So I don't know if you remember our very first podcast episode. No. When we. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, remind me. Uh, so this was this is from uh, GlobeNewsWire.com. Motorcycle manufacturers see demand for online ordering amidst oh, yeah, COVID-19. Yeah, I know, like you, you always talk about this shit. Yeah, I always talk. I beat this shit like a fucking drum. Motorcycle sales fell 10.6% during the first quarter of 2020 compared to the same period last year. So this is the first quarter. Now, uh, I should have read this article first because now we're, on, yeah. we're back on the swing. Many manufacturers have to shut down their production facilities. And as a result of lower production, uh, dealers may not receive additional models. Harley-Davidson reopened factories in May, blah, blah, blah. Several motorcycle... Quoting from the article, several motorcycle manufacturers have seen high demand for online ordering during the pandemic. Polaris introduced the Click Deliver Ride program. So, like, on for Indians and stuff? 
yes, in response to high levels of traffic on their website, the program allows customers to arrange delivery of motorcycles from local dealers. Ducati also implemented the Ducati Delivers program, which gives customers an entirely contactless purchase and delivery process. They should. Uh, Ducati has reported that dealers have seen higher retail sales in April 2020 versus April 2019. And then, I, like I said, that was true in May uh, and in June as well. Um, analysts predict that motorcycles may see increased popularity post-COVID-19 as a result of fears over using public transport and increased comfort with two-wheeled transport. So that's the other thing. It's not just like, oh, I'm scared of riding on the train. It's, all, it's also, I think it, I think it's a, first of all, all dealerships should have con, like you should be able to like buy a bike online. You and I have exhausted this. I've been pushing for it uh, with some, you know, companies that I deal with. That should just be a thing. I if you're not doing it, you're stupid. You should have been doing it before. You definitely should be doing it now after a fucking pan- pandemic. Like, people don't want to walk indoors. Yeah. Like, I think I've, I've read that it's, like, you're 29 times more likely to get, like, to uh, exposure if you're eating indoors and eating outdoors. Of course. You know, the jury's out. Like, the, you know, people don't want to be indoors unless they have to. So you should have an option for people to put a deposit on a bike without actually going in. You know, you should. I, I want to see a bike before I purchase it, but I want to yeah. get through some of the fucking red tape before going in there. Yeah. And, like, the the way of doing business like that is going to change. You will be left behind if you don't change it. We have no idea what the what like fucking next year is going like to be like. an outdoor showroom type of thing, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Like, you know, big fucking tent. And, and yeah. you know, you put people out there and you have them look at the bike or whatever. But going back to, like, you know, we've talked about it last episode... And I just kind of touched on it with those two articles. Like, it's not just like I don't want to be on a train. It's I think it's I think it also has a lot to do with people maybe assessing danger a little differently. Where like if you went to a barbecue on the Fourth of July, like you were could, could have likely been risking your life. You know, depending on what state you're in at yeah. the present moment. And I think maybe that that danger assessment of like, okay, is this something that I really always wanted to do, and it's dangerous, but I'm going to do it anyway. Because, well, fuck it. I can't even go to a barbecue right now, you know? Also, like, being inside, I think, for three, four months, you know, you start to think about life. And, like, well, I really always wanted to ride a motorcycle. Fuck it. I'm going to do it. Like, yeah. especially because I have sh- to get out of here. too short type like, of scenario. The, yeah, the, the finite amount of time that you have on this earth. And you're just like, you know what? I've always wanted to ride. I'm going to go fucking ride. Yeah, my um, mom, um, I was talking to my mom yesterday. She's been on this thing lately of, like, she wants to learn how to ride, but she's in this whole mentality of, like, oh, I can't use a clutch. I'm like, I will say that, like, my dad is the worst teacher on earth. Yeah. That's why I, like, didn't ride for a long time because yeah. he's mentally scarred me for life. And he did the same thing with my mom. Like, my mom tried learning how to ride. Can she drive stick? No. No. But, like, she tried learning how to ride in, like, the late 80s. Yeah. And she got so freaked out because he was, like, yelling at her. Yeah. That she's like, oh, I can't do it. And I'm like... And I told her, I go, there were people, like, when I took the motorcycle course, there were people in their 60s in my class that have never ridden a motorcycle, driven stick, like, and Uh they walked out of there riding and they're like, it's so easy. But she's always like, if they made a motorcycle without a clutch, and I go, they do, (laughs) but... I don't... Have you tried teaching her on yours or just showing no, her on yours? Just, she's just not really open to the idea. And I'm like, yeah, well, yeah. Honda makes, like, a almost automatic, semi-automatic motorcycle, yeah. like the Honda Matic. And I've, like... I told her, I was like, 
Prince did ride them, but I wouldn't suggest them. Like, our friend Emily has a couple of them, and yeah. they're really cool. But Fantastic, like, thanks. I don't know if you can take your license test on it. Good question. I don't know. And I, I was talking to my mom on the phone about that. I go, I know you can get a permit, you know, without, you don't even need to get you a license need anything for a permit. Ride, yeah. But I don't know if you didn't take the course and you went to get your license at the DMV, like, Will they allow you to take it on a Honda Matic? I don't know. Yeah. But I found a Honda Matic, like, in Central Mass, pretty cheap on Craigslist, and it looked good. And yeah. she's like, oh, it's so perfect. And then, of course, the Mass DMV website kept crashing when she kept trying to take her permit online. Because uh, you don't... Right now in Massachusetts, they're allowing you to take your permit tests That's online. awesome. As they should, because it's just a computer yeah. terminal at the DMV that everybody uses yes. anyway. So, but And that's what course, I'm talking about. I'm talking about businesses adapting to the crisis. She tried for hours, and she just eventually gave up. She goes, it must not be meant to be. And I'm like, isn't that so crappy that, like... You are fully like being like, it's my day off. I'm going to take my permit test online. This could be anybody in the website crashes, whether you're on your phone, on a computer, anything. You can't even get your motorcycle permit and they're viewing it as non-essential. So you can't do it inside. So they're like, you have to do it online. And it like wouldn't work. So she like kind of gave up, which I feel bad. That sucks. I mean, come on, Massachusetts. Let's let's, uh, step it up. Also, the I know the motorcycle school at one of the companies that I work for, their class session is now online oh like they switched it yeah they switched it to online i have a friend she's a listener of the podcast hey she is taking her course next weekend oh right so i'm very excited yeah the range is you have to you know you can't do you gotta you know you can't do it at an arcade yeah you gotta uh you know everyone's adapting (coughs) and that's good but i think that's a, a huge you know a huge part of it is when you're stuck inside you're like you know when i get out i'm going to do all the stuff that i want yeah you know especially where you um. can't do a lot of stuff, so the things that you can do, you're taking advantage of. Like, hey, I can't go to Disney right now, yeah. but you better believe I'm just out riding my motorcycle. Well, yeah, you, you know, you can't travel anymore. Like, can you imagine yeah. all the Instagram influencers that can't travel right now? It's Who like, can't how, take are a you, cliff yeah, how are you? Yeah, how are you gonna? How are you gonna convince us all that you're fucking interesting if yeah. you can't uh, if you can't travel? So many people's hobbies are like, I travel. Exactly. And it's like, well. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. What do you do Wait. now? <laughs> now let's see. Are you still an interesting person, or yeah. I mean, you know? But you think about that. Like people are like, and I, you know, I love having a go on travel bitches, yeah. like on Instagram travel bitches. Like yeah. I, love, I love, I love this. Girls as brunch bitches. Uh, you know, the 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 travel bitches have gone silent <laughs> on Instagram for a little bit. It's just like, oh, They're so hiding, yeah. so. Tell me, what were some of your other interests? Mimosas. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I do think that travel broadens the mind, but you're still a consumer. You're yeah. consuming. And the idea that you're not, it's like, yeah, you're consuming like experiences. Oftentimes they're very uh, tailored and yeah. they're very structured, um, and, but you're just a fucking consumer. So don't give me that shit. Yeah. Tangent for a bit. Better. Yeah. No, we did. That's all right. That's what we're but here don't for. don't mind me. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, on TheVerge.com, UK's Triumph Motorcycles introduces its first electric bike. I was too lazy to pull it up on my phone. But... Yeah. No, this is better. That's, that's better. Okay. <laughs> I don't ride bicycles. The Trucker GT e-bike <laughs> joins a growing lineup of electric bicycles from established brands. I've seen this in person. 
Oh, really? I have seen it I in person. I saw it on the internet. Like, um, I think they emailed me or it came up on Instagram and I sent it to you and I'm just like, yeah, this exists. <laughs> I don't ride a bicycle. I mean, it's not appealing to me in any way whatsoever. No. But if they can... But it's an electric bike, so it, it, it it's whatever, an electric bike, so it, so it, it moseys, it high hoseys on its own. I don't care. You know? <laughs> I knew this would be your reaction. I knew there'd be no love. I don't um, care, and I don't want one, and I don't like it, but whatever makes them happy. Uh, it has a nice awesome. minimalist design. Yeah, it's not like, it doesn't look like it has, like, a motor attached to it. Yeah. It's extremely light. It's 53 pounds. That's heavy. I was... Are bicycles that light or heavy? Some bikes are. I mean, I it's thought, I heavy. Thought, I was comparing it to, like, a motorcycle. Yeah, no, no shit. <laughs> so it's definitely lighter than a motorcycle. I would hope that it's not even near even the weight of a moped. No, no, no. Uh, like, you know, it, it really feels like, a, but I mean, like, it was light enough for me where I felt like if I was, you know, you can take bicycles on, like, a train or, or, yeah, or whatever. I, um, I assume they're, like, t- 20 pounds. Yeah, okay. well, it's 53 oh. pounds, which isn't bad. What, are you looking at, are you going to Google the average yeah, weight of a uh, fucking bike? Bicycle, I mean? Yeah, I am. <laughs> Talking. I'm doing okay, so quoting from the article, the idea of a Triumph designed e-bike may seem su- surprising, but it fits in neatly with the company's storied history. Triumph actually started out in 1884 as a bicycle company, so we've come full circle. Okay, so according to Google, it says a typical road bike for an adult weighs around 18 to 26 pounds. Okay, so you're right a, when you said 20. Like a mountain bike weighs around 33 pounds. Okay. So yeah. Like so on it the weighs most. Ride. Yeah, but it like, has an electric battery on yeah. it, so you don't have to. So it's about the weight of two mot- two bicycles. Yeah. Essentially. I mean, a lot of people are getting into it. Harley Davidson, uh, Ducati, Ducati, Audi. Has one too. I didn't know that. BMW Jeep recently unveiled a high-powered electric mountain bike. Of course, it's a mountain bike. It's a Jeep. You know. So uh, I liked it. I didn't get to ride it because. Um, the fucking people who were showing it to me, nobody had a bicycle pump. Oh, so the it's like a different, yeah, it's like a different valve thing, and oh. nobody had, nobody had like a. a yeah, nobody. <laughs> <laughs> um, not cheap though. Oh, I wouldn't think it would be. cheap Yeah, at all. it's like in the mid three thousands. What the fuck? You can get a motorcycle for that. Holy crap! I had no idea they were that expensive. Oh my. God, uh, no yeah. fucking way! It's Triumph, man. It's a premier brand. A okay. shit that is it's so a- expensive. <laughs> Holy crap! That is a. How about no? You want to know what the you want to know what the range on it is? No, you're Nin- gonna tell me anyway, but I don't care. I am going to. <laughs> I'm forcing this through. Ninety three miles, which is really good considering like. The zero was like one ten, no, and that's a fucking no, motorcycle. But people ride bicycles very long distance. Like I have a friend, yeah, who rides her bicycle like forty miles at a time. Yeah, well, like, your friend has a mental illness because no, that's ridiculous. That's not true. That's too far. <laughs> a lot of people I know ride bicycles very far. Yeah, no, no, so, I get it. I understand the sport. I just it doesn't, uh, you know. Appeal to me. Imagine that doesn't that... appeal to you. Any bicycle at all doesn't appeal to me. Although I find the that... about the article you just read. I find watching there. the Tour de France very relaxing. Great. That means it's fucking boring. <laughs> okay, Lynn. Last one coming in. This is from Bloomberg.com. Oh, so it's like 
for the intellectuals. Have you heard of it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, so, <laughs> so, so I'm going to go... smart people are weighing in yeah. on something. Uh, so, we, <laughs> so we are going to get a little bit serious uh, with the last one coming in. Uh, headline, and I think uh, probably a lot of people have heard of, about this already. Harley and Polaris part with dealer over Black Lives Matter post. Oh, really? I haven't heard this. Maybe I have and I don't remember, but I don't think I have. So Harley Davidson and Polaris are removing uh, dealer from their retail network um, after he posted some racist shit so it's online. So one dealer that was maybe like an Indian is, and Harley dealer? Yeah, so, yeah okay. so it was one dealer, one dealer. and he had okay. both Indian... Uh, he had Harley Davidson and Polaris. Quoting from the article, activists in Tennessee took screenshots and shared a post made earlier this month on the Facebook page of Russell Abernathy, who owns Polaris, Harley Davidson, and Honda Power Sports stores in Union City near the northwest wow. corner of the state. They I don't da- care they where dabbled it is. in everything. Yeah. <laughs> Honda, Polaris, so Harley. He, so he has Polaris, Harley, Honda. Uh, this is all in Tennessee. Uh, quote, I am sick of this Black Lives Matter... End quote, end quote, read the post, which then used an expletive to call for black people to return to Africa. <gasps> Abernathy oh has... Oh my... Imagine what a piece of shit this person yeah, is. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yes, I can imagine that. Um, Abernathy has said his Facebook page, which features a... F- okay, this this is <laughs> this is important. Has said his Facebook page, which features a photo of him standing next to a motorcycle and pointing up at a Confederate flag, was hacked. Oh yeah. This is sure. now. This is this is according to Honda. So Bloomberg reached out to Honda, and Honda said, "Oh, this guy." Oh my god! So Honda. Like, so Honda's saying, "Oh, he's saying that his Facebook is hacked." So they took that at face value. But <laughs> if you go to his Facebook page. There's a picture of him pointing up at the Confederate flag. That part's not hacked. Oh, I thought that part's not hacked. No, no, no. So his default. Now I'm not like I'm not crazy about. Apple was smart enough to say he was hacked. I'm not crazy about like Facebook, but apparently that like default page, that default picture, his default picture is him pointing at a fucking Confederate flag. So when he says, I'm sick of his Black Lives Matter and says that people need to return to Africa, I don't know. It's not really much of a. It's not really much of a stretch. Um, what are they doing over there? What's she doing? She's going to ride the uh, the Super Duke in the parking lot. Yeah. Oh, awesome! Oh, she's gonna have fun. Um, yeah. So he his, his default picture is him with a Confederate flag. So why would I believe that his account was hacked when he told some people to go back to Africa? I don't know. Abernathy didn't respond to multiple messages left at his store seeking comment. In a statement on his Harley dealership's website, he said he didn't write the post and rejects its content. Yet, he poses with a picture of the Confederate flag. Oh, I would love to hit him in the face with a baseball bat. Honda con- <laughs> I would love to. So, according to the article, Honda condemned the remarks and said it is investigating. Harley said Tuesday, it's cutting ties with Abernathy, almost a week after Polaris announced it would part ways with him. Polaris and Harley's actions are... Okay, this is quoted from the article. Polaris and Harley's actions are the latest indication corporate America is taking a harder line against systemic racism in the business world. It should, especially like within the motorcycle community. Harley... <laughs> so, quoting from the article, Harley, which has spent years trying to market to women and minority riders to expand its U.S. ridership um, beyond its core base of older white men, has forbidden licensees and dealers from using the Confederate flag with any of its logos, oh. merchandise or products, 
and a shift from the 1970s when the company sold Confederate edition bikes. I didn't know that they weren't partnering with people that did that. Well, yeah. So remember we were talking about how that Harley Davidson logo was above that diner and like, yeah, in Worcester. Um, And it's, you know, it's their brand. It's kind of like important to make sure that, especially at dealerships, your logo isn't next to a Confederate flag and being associated with it. Um, So Honda did say in a tweet that racism and intolerance have absolutely no place in our community. But again, they haven't gone the extra step of saying, "Uh, we're done. Harley has taken the hardest line um, because Polaris said uh, in a June 17th statement that Abernathy had to cede ownership to the store. Now, if the transfer doesn't occur, Polaris will terminate our relationship with the current ownership. Now, that, like, that's a little complicated because I don't know if you... How do you prove that? I don't know. Well, I don't know if you remember the episode of... uh, If you ever watched the series Tiger King, uh, when... I have. Right, when... um, I've also had no life during the past few years. What's his name? Yeah, when what's his name? The the Tiger King. The guy from Vegas. um, No, but, like, yeah, so... so, um, Carol Baskin kept on suing him, and he kept on transferring ownership to, to, his, to his mom's name. Yeah. So I'm wondering if this guy, Abernathy, who goes by the nickname Tootie, um, if, he, <laughs> if he transfers it like to his wife or something like that, if that's essentially, there's no conse- essentially there'll be no consequences from Polaris. Yeah. Harley has said, that's it. Fuck now, this guy, guy, this guy, like, he didn't post it on the dealership page. No, I didn't think he posted he it. He posted it on his personal. own personal. And you um, know what? People should be narking out these pieces of shit. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And, like, and I think that, like, you might hear, like, uh, like, uh, there's, like a, like, a First Amendment argument, and it's like, hey, he absolutely, yeah. he absolutely has the right to say whatever he wants. Yeah. And we have the right to say, you're a fucking asshole. Yeah. I'm not going to do business he with you. He should be facing, like, yeah, you have the right to say whatever you want, but it doesn't mean that you're immune from like the consequences. The consequences of, of it. Yeah, shit. exactly. And it's like, yeah. uh, like I, if like you're this a piece is a of good. Shit, you should yeah, and people who are narking about, like you said, like yeah. that's fucking awesome. Like yeah. the idea, like the idea that, like, no, we're gonna hold you accountable yeah. for saying shit. Like you don't. No, no, you can say whatever you want. Yeah. But we no, get but to you say think that nothing bad will happen. To yeah. You because yeah. Of it. But we get to say, like, we get to vote with our wallets yeah. you know, essentially and just be like well okay I'm definitely not going to support this fucking and guy and I'm going to tell everyone to also not yeah. support you yeah like, and then Harley's just like ah you know what I'm all set I'm actually like impressed that out of the three companies Harley was the one to be like yeah. put the kibosh on that well and they might have like, more to prove in that yeah. regard considering the fact that they had confederate edition the, the fact that they had confederate edition motorcycles yeah. is, and and they're they are really hurting as far as yeah. their brand and and you know and trying to separate from it so i can see them being like uh no absolutely not absolutely not this is not yeah. us this is not us because it has been them yeah. do you know what i mean you and i went to a motorcycle show in Fe- oh no you didn't come in february no, i was at, i went to I didn't a- go to that show i think i was actually in disney that weekend right. but i generally i don't like going to that but they absolutely like there was absolutely merchants there with confederate flags There's always, rings and shit anytime like that. you go to a motorcycle event someone is at minimum selling at least a sticker not for lie no i mean we've gone to their motorcycle events in Boston, like the Wild Rabbit, you would absolutely not see a Confederate flag there. Absolutely I not. I mean, in, like, in general, I've been to motorcycle events, like, 
very recently that of it, yeah. just like a sticker has existed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, or one like of that, the tables that have yeah. like the 40 billion yeah, tiny yeah, yeah. stickers. The it's tiny like, little patches. If you can read this, the bitch fell off. The bitch, like, yeah, exactly, like, exactly. And it's, it's that, in the same case of It's that stuff. kind of dated, dated motorcycle culture that Harley especially is like, we have got to get away from this. Yeah, and, the uh, and by the way, and I'm sure there, <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure there are a lot of like GOP uh, strategists that are like, we have got to get away from, like, yeah. we have got to get away from this. And, you know, just, and like I was saying about the First Amendment thing, like Twitter and Facebook are private companies. Yeah. Okay. They don't like, and, and, you know, they're not violating your First Amendment right when they put slap a sticker on your tweet and say, by the way, this is total bullshit. Like, they have they have their standards for, you know, hate speech and just truth and just posting shit that's patently well, false. Like, know, lots like of the, lots the first of garbage thing, gets through. Yeah, it, oh, it definitely, yeah, it definitely gets that's through. That's where the hate, haters live is Facebook. Yeah, no, right? it's not a, it's, not, it's definitely not a... That's uh, where... It's All the a, racist people live. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, they definitely are. Um, you know, and I'm, and I'm, but I'm, what I'm saying is like when you hear Facebook get attacked and say, well, they're attacking my First Amendment right. No, they're not. Facebook is not a public square. The public square is the fucking public square. You want to go create your own, and some people so have, with like now. 8chan, which is just like a horrible hate mongering. Conspiracy. There's something more than 4chan. You know, there's an 8chan. Yeah, it's they like this. Doubled down. Yeah, it's 8chan is like this. Like it's a far right conspiracy uh, well, that's racist fucking you know awful you know. I don't even go on Reddit. I'm not like. No, I don't go on it. I just read. You know, yeah, I read. About I mean, it. like, I'm not too familiar with yeah, like yeah. the cor- the dark corners of yeah. the web. Well, I saw they just took they just Reddit just took off uh, a really huge. Subred, I'm not sure exactly how it works, but it was this really big, like Donald Trump they, forum. They have like so as far so I really only know about Reddit because of like my trash TV, like 90 Day Fiance and stuff. <laughs> right, right. And there's like subreddit channels yeah. for individual things. Right. So like there's a 90 Day Fiance like channel within Reddit, right. and then there's posts on that channel. Right. So, and, and 90 Day, I assume, yeah. falls within their codes of conduct and so forth. But like last week, they just oh, yeah. took there was a there was a <laughs> there was a like a, a Reddit that had like a like a huge amount of people. Oh really? And it was like okay. a Donald Trump one, and See, it was I just a haven for it. fucking. I just know yeah. it exists like within my trash yeah. TV. World. It was just like it was just like you know just hateful racist shit pizza gate you know just crazy conspiracy fucking pizza? nonsense pizza gate pizza gate. What's up with pizza? It's not. It's not a thing. It's oh. not a good thing. It's a. It's oh, this crazy. Con- it's this crazy conspiracy theory that like Hillary Clinton is a cannibal pedophile and runs a cannibal pedophile Can- ring. She's a cannibal and a pedophile. Yeah. And this guy. This is like several years ago. This is like two, in 2017. This guy. It's. It revolves around a specific pizza place, and this guy kicked into kicked the door into a pizza place, fired off a couple fucking rounds, and. Was like I know this is happening here, and they obviously the police came. Like, obviously nobody was eating other human beings, and there was no fucking pedophile. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, and I it's, feel bad for that pizza place. I do, I do too. <laughs> Imagine, um, and you know, no one was paying to fix yeah. the door. But it's just like it's, it's just the laziest, shittiest oh, yeah. part of the internet. Trash people. Um, but you not my trash people. But that's not infringing on your First Amendment right. Reddit yeah. is a company, and as long as Reddit isn't saying. You know, we hate these people because of their sexual preference, or like yeah. as long as they're not, as long as they're not um, 
discriminating against you based on like one of those things. It's like, no, we discriminate against people using our platform to make shit up or to be hateful towards other people. Yeah. Um, and that's not your First Amendment right. So I'm happy that this happened. I am happy oh, that yeah. this guy doesn't have his fucking Harley franchise anymore and he can sell... Bicycles. You know, yeah, so you can sell, <laughs> sell e-bikes out of prick cocksucker, yeah. you know? Um, all right, we're going to do some ice cream, so let's do that. Okay. Aubrey, you coming in for ice cream? Yes. Now, what did you just go and do? What? Would you like to tell the people what, where you just came from? I your window. Yeah. <laughs> um, I rode I rode a KTM. A KTM what? Super Duke. Super Duke. Now. Uh, and I can't ride it because I'm too short and Dom won't let me. <laughs> was it? Um, both of those are true. Was it aptly named? Um, was it a Super Duke? So I've only ever really ridden cruisers. Yeah. And that was my first sport bike. How do you feel being upright? It felt. I was really worried at first because I'm also tall that I feel like I was top heavy or like, you know, yeah. unstable. After doing like two little laps in the parking lot, I felt fine. Like the turning was very easy. You feel like you could drag a knee on that shit? Um, I don't know if I could drag a knee, but I then took it down the straightaway by your house. Nice. How fast did you go? Like, 30, like 60 miles an hour, really. But way quicker than my bike goes 60 miles yeah, an hour. Yeah, yeah. Um, did you like the upright position? The, um, the Super Duke is a naked upright. I know you've had, I know you've had a couple of naked uprights in your day. Am I, I right? hope my mom listens to this. Pam <laughs> <laughs> hey, would be like me too. Yeah. Um, Get it. Mean, what does that mean? A naked upright. Uh, it means it's not like a full fairing sport, uh, sport bike, and it's up. It's an upright position, so you're not leaning super forward. You're kind of like, for example, the MT10. Uh, would be a naked upright, the Ducati Monster. Although I've I've heard and I've sat on them, and it really does just grind your balls into the fucking gas tank. I don't know if you've ever had that experience. Um, it felt very comfortable, and I'm just under five nine, and I could touch and hold. Yeah. It, and it felt really. I yeah. I got off that bike going. I want a bike that goes faster than yeah. my, my little uh, jalopy. Yeah. <laughs> but she's our jalopy. Missy's this ours. looks exactly like the fucking one last time you were here. Similar, um, it's similar. Why are you moving the cushion instead of sitting on it? Ew, I was here when they showed up. Yeah. <laughs> well, Fucking sit on my cushions. Okay, so I'm, I'm not something. trying to on you guys. It is not the same ice cream as last week. It's a, it's a fake out. <laughs> that would be a solid move. Imagine <laughs> if I did it. I just took it out of the fridge. That would be such like a... Yeah, it's still yeah, I still have the ones from last week. I'm eating it for breakfast tomorrow. Take a look at it. What's your guess? Okay, so okay. it is definitely... It looks It looks exactly like the fucking last one where it has some fudge I'm, pieces swimming in like a, a beige... There's a core on this one. I love the core. I'm all about that. What do you mean there's a core? Like, there's a core of stuff. <laughs> what, what do you... I know, I know what the brand is. Oh, like core. I can, I can oh, I see, like a, like a, um, why is so that ice cream like, eating the, like a bunch of weirdos? Like the Earth's So I core. just pulled out the one from before to show it doesn't look like it at all. But I it know, also looks uh, like someone ate it with a knife. No, so the reason, no, no, I don't. Eat, no, that's it, not what happened. Was it I melted left. No, I left the freezer door open oh, and it, it melted. Okay. And my egos got like really. They were like spongy. You know, when Eggos are soft but not cooked? Yes. Like, a flaccid, it was a flaccid Eggo. Just a floppy But wall. the color is not simple. <laughs> just a floppy, floppy wall. That sounds, that's a great... That's going to be uh, my new derby name. Floppy waffle. Floppy. They call me Flopsy. That sounds like a great dive bar. <laughs> the old floppy waffle. <laughs> 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 
Also, I just wanted to show though. Yeah, that's that revolting. They're not similar. The color's different. Yeah. Um, hopefully, it tastes better than that one. So this is a very sandy ice cream beige. with it's beige. It's uh with what looks like a chocolate chip, like thick chocolate chip chunks of chocolate chunks kind of thing, yeah. but also looks like something. Uh, like a magma. Like a, there's also seeming like Liquid a chocolate hot magma. There's a there's a chocolate. <laughs> for all a, the Austin Power fans, there's out a there. yeah for the old school kid for the for the nineties kids, um, or the eighties kids rather. No, it's late nineties. Ninety seven, I think, was the first Austin Powers. Then maybe right. ninety nine for the second. Right. So eighties kids would have been coming of age. I've during only that time ever reading. seen Gold Member, the, which is the worst one out of all. It three. is the worst one. Saw <laughs> in a theater. Got drunk off. So Although, I was 18. Beyonce, you know, yeah. right on. Foxy solid, solid. Oh, and Michael Caine, too. Oh, yeah. Don't forget. The second Austin Power, The Spy Who Shagged Me, is my favorite one out of the three. All right. Well, let's not go down okay. this rabbit hole. Um, so there's definitely a, a molten core. A lava. Of I'm not going to say it's molten because it is frozen. Okay. So I'm going to try it. I'm going to get a little I, bit of everything in I here. I appreciate your honesty. <laughs> your integrity, if you will. Yeah. Once again, I brought my own spoons so that we're not sharing Chris's two spoons that he has. I have more than In two case spoons. Not washed, I have too. more than two spoons, audience. Yeah, I'm not saying that they're okay. all clean. Okay. Chocolate. We said it was coffee last week. This I think week, it's coffee this week. I think it's coffee this week. Yeah, I think it's coffee this week too. Mm. I always think it's coffee though. <laughs> I feel like when things are chocolatey, like dark chocolate, yeah. it always reminds me of coffee anyway. It has that kind of bitterness. I'm not a coffee connoisseur because I drink dunks, but uh. Oh, you and I have had a lot of nitro in our day. We do get <laughs> giant nitro. No. We have. We do drink good coffee. Mm-hmm. We want to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what's everyone's guesses now that they've tasted it? I'm gonna go with coffee with dark chocolate chip chunks and a chocolate fudge core. But I'm. I'm uh, it's good. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm piggybacking on what Aubrey said. I think that's correct. Yeah, it's tasty. Um, Although, you know what? I'm going to say that the... Espresso, maybe? Well, now you're just splitting hairs. I know. Okay. It's a coffee. I, it, um, yeah. it is. I feel like we're close this week. Just you keep are. spinning it around, Lynn. Don't take the fucking bandana off it. It is Ben & Jerry's Brewed to Matter coffee ice cream Ooh. with fudge chunks and a brownie <laughs> batter swirl. So not a fudge, brownie but a brownie batter. batter. But this is probably... It's tough to really measure the, the doughiness close, of it. This is the closest I think you've ever been in guessing, but coffee ice cream is, like, very easy to pick out. But again, I, I promise... Every week. <laughs> I did promise another Ben & Jerry's ice yeah. cream yeah. this week. I did promise that. And this is an exclusive flavor... To Target, just so everyone knows. So if they're looking to get it, it's... So Target, each month... Like, I don't know if it's each month or every few months, they do get exclusive Ben & Jerry flavors. Like, they're in a special section in the freezer. That's good to know. How do you know that? judge me. No, I'm just asking. This... I'm not asking you to source it. I'm not asking for your bibliography, like (laughs) my segments, where I always source them. Yeah, no, they they material. They get special flavors, and there's like special signage for them Ah. at Target too. Certain like um, Whole Foods also gets. I just didn't know if you had like a newsletter. Oh no! It'd be more like a snooze letter. (laughs) So Whole Foods also gets um, exclusive Ben and Jerry's flavors too. Uh huh. 
I know they had one this month that I wanted to try, but it had nuts in it, so I couldn't have it. It was like a berry and mascarpone Ooh. one. It sounded really good, but it had, I think it had chocolate I'm covered so almonds in it. I'm so happy it had fucking nuts in it, because I'm not a mascarpone. Mascarpone can go one or two ways for me. Mascarpone, mascarpone can taste really sweet and delicious, or like a lot of times I've ever had it, it's just like dry. I like, I don't like it. Yeah. 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 Too cheesy? Too, too cheesy. Never too cheesy. But... <laughs> I like this. Yeah, I this I like I really like coffee ice cream though with chocolate in it, so it's one of like a go to so, choice of mine. I prefer this over the last one. So have. I've been um, I reconnoitered a couple different uh, bites. Like I did one with a lot of the brownie batter and the chocolate chunk in it, and I did one that was like mostly ice cream. And uh, it's a solid coffee ice cream. I gotta say, Ben and Jerry's does good coffee ice cream. Yeah, I think. Yeah. For sure. I'm going to say... Well, okay. Uh, are, we, are, are we ready to... Yeah, I'm in. Th- are you ready it. to hit the, uh, hit the gavel? Yeah. All right. I'm going to say four. Four scoops. I would... Huge fan. Everything, it's... it's, uh, it's There's a lot of... St- Look at the brownie batter. Look at the vein of, of batter in there. It goes all the way down to the bottom. You don't have to go mining for it. The chunks are big, too. The chocolate. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Chunks are big. That's the size I want. Yeah, I think I'm going to agree with you. That you're going to go for? I would buy that again. Yeah. Well, now you know where to purchase it. it well, yeah. I was going to say, because I, I need more reasons to go to Target. Yeah. But. I'm giving it a three and a half. Do you want to know why, though? Do you Obviously. remember? Do you remember the coffee Ben and Jerry's that we had that was the caramel cold oh. brew? Oh, yeah. That was probably my favorite coffee Ben and Jerry's that I've ever had. And I think I gave that like a four and a half, four. And I do place that under this one, so I'm giving it a three and a half. You're right, actually. I'm changing mine to three and a half. I didn't have Only that because coffee, I have that one. But now, is that like an exclusive flavor? I don't remember. It was last <laughs> it's year. Like a, it's I, a really I'm, good... It's probably the best coffee ice cream I've ever it, had. It was coffee, and it had a salted caramel swirl. It was so... F- I didn't care for the salted caramel flavor. swirl, but the coffee ice cream was of a higher caliber than this. It was cold this. brew. So, yeah. flavor. she didn't show me this, because I last week had their one of their ice creams with the salted caramel center. Yeah. And it was a quarter inch at least a quarter half dollar all the way through core of caramel and Mm. it was phenomenal Mm. and i ate it for breakfast two days in a row yeah because they have a bunch (laughs) of different ice creams that they have like a core of something whether it's like a cookie dough or like a flavor like a caramel or but they don't they don't like skimp do they call it a core should i be calling it a core core. this is not a core because i always call it a vein this is not a core this isn't one of their ice creams that's a core they have this isn't one of those well that's what they you know like miners call it, I think, like a vein. Like if you're searching for gold in a mountain, there's I think a vein. The swirl of... would be a vein. Yeah, so the swirl is a vein. Yeah, okay, so a vein swirl. and a core are two different things. It's, so this is a this vein. This is swirl. not a yeah. That's so a that's swirl. a swirl, not a core. The other one is it's called, called a, yeah core. salted caramel core, and it's like a half dollar all the way through the middle. Okay, and it's phenomenal. Yeah. I think that this is good. It's not as good as the other one that yeah. we had in the past, yeah. but this is still good and I would but get if it again. But if you would put that cold brew ice cream with this, you're talking like four and a half scoop territory. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but this is very well done, the composition and everything. This is good. Superb. I would definitely get this again. Yep. And I would eat it again. Absolutely. Like, right. I think we'll, we'll definitely, like, polish this off tonight for sure. Yeah. Yeah, no, this isn't going to see the light of day. Um, all right. Great. 
I'll post a picture of this on the Instagram. Wait, so are you changing yours up based on on, on what we told you about the cold brew, or are you keeping I the four? I have never had that one, so I'll stick with the four. Stick but with the four, so four is a three and a half. So, so 3.75 yeah. is the average. It's about. If someone has the uh, cold brew in their fr- freezer, they want to let me have it. That'd be great. Yeah, I'll post a picture of this on the Instagram so you guys can also find it and yeah. tell us what you think about it. <sighs> Sounds good. Um, Aubrey, thanks for doing that. Uh, thanks for coming in. Thanks for coming in for the um, ice cream review. For the ice, thank you for finishing my enough, sentence. It's Lynn. funny enough that she only comes around for the ice cream <laughs> yeah, review. She, she doesn't want to hear any of the other bullshit. Nor does she listen to the podcast. Probably otherwise. I mean, I know nothing about motorcycles, so no, <laughs> that's not a, that's not a requisite. I know. I know. That's not a requisite What'd for you coming on the, the window. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm motorcycle Chris. I'm Lynn. Till next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>